to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me at Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Brandon Brodsky on the line. He's the CTO and co-founder over at Pay Club. Brandon, welcome to the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Pay Club and uh, how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. How did you get started in business? Uh, so I got started in high school. Um, I uh, I made websites. I knew Photoshop initially, um, and then that turned into um, doing websites for various clients. Um, I made websites for maybe a hundred bucks at times, five hundred here and there. Uh, but it was a lot in high school, so it worked out. Um, and I just kept on going, um, and that turned into an agency. Um, I did that throughout college. Um, after college. I started um, my um, I formed my LLC, which was uh, called Brodsky LLC, and it was an agency, and we specialized in doing uh, web development mostly and branding various campaigns. And we had worked on campaigns for American Express, AT&T, Chase, etc. Um, and that was uh, kind of where I got started with development. Uh, about maybe eight years into my career. Um, I had this event where I lost um, about 80% of my work. It was about two clients um, for various reasons. One just went in-house and the other big client had, had gone and um, they just had, had bad business. And they ended up coming back as a client later. But a really um, big wake-up call that uh, relying on clients wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. So I'd come up with a few startup ideas. Uh, one was um, an algorithm that I called Elsie, and this um, algorithm was buying and selling small pieces of loans on the lending club secondary market. Um, and basically, what I would do is I would buy pieces of loans, and then I would sell them back to other investors uh, later at a higher price. So let's say I bought something that was 50% off because it was late, I would then sell it at um, 90% value um, like two weeks later when the when the person actually paid back. I wrote an algorithm that like found the statistics on if it was um, going to be paying back using like things like machine learning and, and AI. Um, and that got me into FinTech. Uh, the project ended up doing pretty well and I was able to get like over 100% annualized returns for a very small amount of money. So unfortunately it wasn't very, um, it didn't last forever. Um, but it got me into fintech, um, and that's what got me um, introduced back with my partner, Jason. We had been friends since college. He had this idea about this payments app, and um, we decided to build it out. Um, my job was to build out the, this idea that he gave me a bunch of sketches for and build this into an actual product. Um, two years later, we're, we've been live for over a year. Uh, we have um, almost 10,000 users. We've done over a million transactions, and um, it's pretty exciting. Uh, we focus on the large 
So we focus on the collection process of large groups, and we aim to um, really build out a lot of like money transferring and uh, making us transparent within big groups. So imagine you're collecting uh, from 100 friends. Venmo might not be a, the best tool for that. So we make it really easy to collect and transfer money between people. So I think that this whole um, the payment app and just what is uh, taking place in the market is really interesting, especially when you start thinking about um, alternative forms of currency and other things that are taking place. It's just really interesting and to see how it continues to evolve. Um, what do you think, um, you know, the next iteration of this is? So meaning, and I don't mean just on PayClub, but I just mean in terms of these apps and ways of exchanging funds. Because um, you've been you've been involved with the industry for a while now, and you've seen it from some different angles. Sure. Yeah. Um, aside from just PayClub, I also do consult a few other fintech companies, and this is my um, fintech being financial tech. Uh, so I'm uh, pretty well versed in in this uh, space. And uh, I don't know the the big thing is that these big banks, uh, millennials and Gen Z type people, uh, just don't trust big banks in the same way that previous generations do. Uh, people don't have credit cards in the same way that they used to. Uh, they don't care about points um, like maybe even my generation would. And this is suggesting this like big paradigm switch in how people use and spend money. And People trust Venmo um, more than they trust big banks. Um, even though Venmo is owned by PayPal, uh, they don't like it's not associated. If you look at Venmo, you'll notice that they don't say PayPal anywhere on it, mm -hmm. uh, and they don't want people to know. Um, so these like challenger banks, things like Chime, Venmo, Cash App, um, etc., they're coming out and they're really disrupting this whole industry. Uh, and I, in my opinion, it really is the future of banking. Yeah, com completely. And it's just so interesting to me that you bring that point up about how um, certain people trust Venmo more than big banks, um, which is, you know, if you, you would have asked somebody that question, you know, 10 years ago, maybe five years ago, I don't know, um, whether, you know, the whole point was that the bank's been around 100 plus years and blah, 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 right? <laughs> now it's like mm -hmm. um, people people prefer, and I know people that use Venmo over any other card, and that's their loyalty, and that they'll probably, in my opinion, do that. If we think of other patterns that people in, in you know, previous times have used, if you were with Chase Bank to start out, you probably ended with Chase Bank, Bank of America. You probably ended. You probably were handed down that preference from your parents, possibly um, on a first bank account, or who knows. Um, unless you got into opening businesses and things, then you shopped around. But otherwise, you probably kept it status quo. So for some of those users that you know adopted Venmo and some of these other things, very likely that they're going to stick with those long term. Um, mm -hmm. What do you what do you think? Um, you know, pay clubs niches in this market that you found and kind of your competitive advantage that makes it interesting for you longer term? So we, we focus on like large groups and there's been a lot of apps on focused on maybe small groups like going out mm -hmm. to dinner type split app, splitting bill type apps. Mm -hmm. um, but what we're focused on is this like large group mentality. So imagine um, a college student and we focus on the Gen Z. So college students, mm -hmm are kind of a, the place where we're starting right now. If you look at uh, maybe an, uh, like a fraternity or sorority, 
the mm-hmm. people there have like a really close connection. Uh, there are 100 people that they're connected to. And all their expenses, activities, et cetera, are all with those people. So our kind of competitive advantage would be at first we have a, a really cool go-to-market strategy um, where we um, go after the entire club. So it's almost like a business-to-business type mm-hmm. sell. Um, and then we get 100 users that way. Um, and then the other other way is that um, once they're in the app, it our thesis is that it'll be easier for them to um, pay each other within that. Now we need to dominate entire campuses first and do that, and we're we're definitely in our infancy right now. Uh, but as we develop over the next uh, few years, um, we hope to like be one of the major players um, alongside Venmo, Cash App. Um, et cetera. No, I love it. And, and making it, um, and making it, I like how you, how you worded it kind of like a B2B almost. Um, so, mm-hmm. if you're, so like you said, if you're signing up a hundred people, so, I mean, I could see this working for lots of different types of organizations and places. Um, yeah. So that, I mean, super interesting going forward to keep an eye on what you're doing and how this is developing. Thank you. Um, if somebody's listening to this, Brandon, and they want more information on pay club or to, um, what's the best route for them to get it? Probably the easiest way, uh, I mean, finding us on the App Store or the or Google Play, download the app. Um, also, the our website's payclub.co. Um, and if they want to email us, um, hello at payclub.co um, is a great place to get in touch. That's awesome. Um, well, hey, Brandon, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, sharing more of your background and how you got started and also the great work you're doing over at uh, Pay Club and, and, and in FinTech in general. So great stuff there. Looking forward to hearing much more from you going forward. Um, to the audience, as always, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things that we do to support our podcast, as I really do appreciate it. And uh, Brandon, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.